0: All right, we're live. Cool, Gummo, you here? Can you hear us? You hear me? I can hear you. What's going on? How you doing?
1: I'm good. How are you, Crash?
0: I'm well. Got everything dialed in finally. Satellites kicking in. You know, uplink, downlink, all all kind of streams and whatnot.
1: Yeah. You sound yeah, good.
0: Yeah. Sound better. I-, I don't I don't know if uh, what you're what you're coming in on. I know that. Uh, last time we we were having a little bit choppiness with the internet but you sounded great last time maybe
1: right well i should sound a hell of a lot better now i should actually sound like i'm right there in the room with you
0: yeah yeah you there's no no uh delay there's no packet loss of that silliness so it sounds great sounds clear
1: awesome man yeah i'm uh yeah i'm i'm uh on a super unbelievable connection I'm on a fiber connection that goes all the way to the Denver core switch routers. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I was a little concerned with latency this time, so I figured I would overcome that um, problem and, you know, sound a little clearer for the uh, show this week.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it sounds
1: like you're right here in the studio for sure. Um, Great, great, man. Yeah. It's good to hear your voice, man, and it's good to be uh, back to civilization after um, after a whole week of traveling, man. Yeah,
0: it's been a minute since we've been in the studio together, so yeah, good yeah. We well, connect all the time. You know, it's it's good that we can. The power of the internet. I, I was talking with uh, one of our moderators, Bruno, not too long ago. One of our admins, actually, and you know, we were kind of talking about the same thing: how we can talk like. Across the world, instantaneously and in damn near real time, versus like just 20 years ago, where there was still like packet loss and all this crazy <laughs> shit you had to do. You know, I remember back in the early 2000s when you try to webcam with somebody, or yeah, if if even they had a webcam, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, and then the resolution, the you know the delay behind it, it was like a thirty second delay between everything you were saying or some craziness. Yeah, those two
1: forty p cams, oh, man, they yeah. were they were the shit.
0: Yeah, I, I wasn't there. I believe we ran a talk or a show um, one day, and it was kind of like old school uh, phone freaking. But then there was um, a section about old technology it might not have been a phone freaking episode but it, it was talking about the earliest development of, of video conferencing if you remember what i'm talking about and it was yeah. like this little square on your monitor and this is back in like i don't know the 80s i think some some crazy oh, yeah. shit like that um yeah real 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 early technology i don't i think it was like by nasa or you know big some some big company or big government um or something with a lot of no it's called
1: the video phone 2500
0: is that what it was? it
1: was yeah and it was launched by at&t ah okay okay yeah yeah was... and yeah and it was actually in 1992 uh when at&t launched it it was it was l- literally the first full color motion picture video phone wow. i mean and this is Way before Zoom or Skype was ever created, I don't and, think uh, it
0: was a phone though that we played. I, yeah, I, was it? Because yeah. I I remember it that it was on a computer screen, not a phone, and it was yeah. it was in a lab. It didn't look like it was AT and T at all. But well, it, was, yeah, it was quite a few episodes back. But
1: yeah, well, yeah, I don't think we've spoken about the twenty five hundred, but yeah, um, back then when it was dro- when AT and T released in nineteen ninety two, mm. um. It was it was amazing. It was literally um, it allowed callers to see each other on a little small like four inch screen, and um, it was it was it was actually was a three inch LCD screen and a camera lens. It was you know was the the quality was you know blurry, but uh, you know because it only offered up to ten frames a second. Right. uh, Because you know the technology had to work on old two wire old fashioned copper lines, but yeah i remember that very well is the uh video phone 2500 yeah uh, (laughs) yeah and i wanted one so bad but i couldn't afford it you know i'm I'm just was i was like 18 or 19 and i just wanted one so bad i was like shit what were they like two grand or some crazy shit like that well yeah and i could you you know, I wanted one, but then I'm like, well no one else will have one, so what's the point of getting one? So uh well wait. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <It's
1: kinda laughs> So like, then I gotta... had to wait like four more years for you know, I waited like longer three, three more years for uh Netscape to actually have a uh, video conferencing interface. That was old school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: man. See, see, I never got to use either one of those, but I know exactly what you're talking about. I've seen the phone. and It's funny because I was trying to look at it again after like maybe a week ago. I was trying to remember exactly what we had on the show and I found the AT&T phone and I thought that was pretty cool. And I kind of wanted to do a whole spiel on it yeah uh, you know, not today obviously but just like that old technology and and just how cool it is and and how much development and, and work went into it to get us to right. where we are now like for example i you know i play video games right you you know, so right. You know, back in the day when I was a kid, you know, I'm used to like, um, you know, old school shit like Atari and you know NES and you know SNES, all this shit. You know, real pixelated, right. 2D side scrolling. Yeah. You know, real, real old school stuff. And then nowadays, yeah. you know, I'm looking at a a video earlier, and there's this guy. He's talking about um, it was, was it Overdrive ray tracing? in cyberpunk 2077 and basically what this means is that if you have a powerful enough computer and i mean you have to have a beefy 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 computer to be able to do this in a a really efficient way basically the game um just the the lighting becomes super realistic like the the reflections you know if, if you have a a light shining from above it's not just gonna um shine on whatever's below the light like in like an old school playstation one game or something like no it's realistic it's gonna bounce off the walls you're gonna have light scattering and all of these crazy physics effects and stuff now where you need like a five thousand dollar computer just to even kind of run it versus you know again like an old school atari 5200 or, or, or whatever um you know or 2600 and in you know it's just pixels right you know just little blocks right. <laughs> and i think it's so amazing to think about that kind of stuff because most people they they don't think about it they just consume it and they don't appreciate how much development went into it i mean thinking about the algorithms just a single algorithm alone to be able to do like movement like that shit's insane compared yeah. to like Back then, where it'd be like one a one pixel per frame moves, you know, every so often. Where now you have an an entire world, literally entire worlds, being rendered at the same time, damn near real time, and it's insane. And not only that, but you have like VR yeah. now. And anyway, so enough of a rant. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, that's okay, man. Uh, you know, I think so. While you, while you know, you were talking, I was kind of looking around. And i did i found the very first um video uh, conferencing phone it was called the bell system picture phone and it was it was um it was uh demonstrated and you know released i guess or something mm-hmm. uh at the 1964 world's fair in new york and oh, wow. um you know the it was kind of you know the picture phone uh, actually required uh special wiring you know to work and it wasn't compatible with the two-wire copper systems at the time, right? But AT&T did the best to, you know, it did its best to tell the world, hey, you know, we have that technology available, and it it actually uh, entered into uh, limited commercial service between Washington and New York and Chicago in 1964. But you know, the cost to, you know, the cost to actually have a phone call was uh about sixteen to twenty seven dollars for a three minute call. Ooh. That's about a hundred and eighty nine dollars in today's money or two hundred and twenty dollars in today's money. Yeah. for three minutes.
0: That's insane. So,
1: yeah. And then, you know, they they created the Picture Phone Two in nineteen seventy. Uh right. and then, you know, t was really the um you know the forerunner of the whole, you know, adoption of that technology. But I agree. Um, yeah, and one of the one of the first systems that were available for PCs, I believe, was a system called CUCMe, and it was available for the Macintosh in, in 1991 or 2 as well. So, you know, that was the sort of the antithesis of where we're at, at now, you know, to um, see how far we've come, right? You know, like you and I right now, you know, we're having a conversation like... You know, it, we're just in the same room and there's no right. problems. And so, right. uh, yeah, very, very interesting uh, technology that's evolved over the years. I can remember using real media, if anybody remembers that. Oh, wasn't the... Video uh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was uh, the real player. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and I, I don't know. It's, real player is literally... It's not around, say, is it, it's, anymore? Yeah, it's still around sheesh i remember using
0: that in school like windows yeah it was
1: called real real player audio real one player and real player gt and it was released in 95 and yeah so um that's what i got down on in the 90s when i you know when i had um you know i had a bunch of friends in germany at the time and so we were you know that's how we would talk is you know through real one system or whatever it was called back then. so yeah yeah, lots of good memories coming off of that. <laughs>
0: yeah, I you know, I I dig those kinds of things though because it gives you kind of a glimpse into the future as well. Because right. you know, it's it's weird to think about these kinds of things, but you know, not getting philosophical or you know, metaphysical or anything. But if you really look at history, in like the early productions of things, you know, for instance like the Wright brothers and the in their, their plane creations. It's really a foreshadowing of what's to come. You know, just like right now. We're we're in like a pre quantum age in terms of computers. And so you know, seeing people build these little systems with qubits and this, that and the other, you know, it's again it's it's kind of telling of like, well, th- there's going to be some cool shit to happen in the next, you know, 25 years. Even just Absolutely. In, even just in like uh, what we're talking about, you know, uh, conferencing, for instance. <laughs> think about uh, VR, like I, how I, I recently got into VR. It's amazing to think that in the next 10, 20 years, we'll literally have not VR necessarily, but like holographic versions of ourselves, you know, where we don't just sound like we're in the same room, but we are. In
1: the we same are room. in the same room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And
0: that's what really trips me up is because it's like, I can see it, but how exactly it's going to play out is the tricky bit. You know, it's like, you know, anyone yeah. that's into physics, like trying to locate where that particle is going to be in a quantum level. You know, you can tell how fast it's going, but you can't really detect, you know, depict where it's going to be at. So, right. and that's how I see things in terms of technology. It's like, we can see that things are accelerating. Things are being made faster. You got all these cool technologies, but to pinpoint where it's going to go exactly is very difficult. So, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And, and the future holds a lot of amazing promise. And yeah, it's the thing that makes me smile. Right. And, right. you know, like instead of sitting there doom scrolling on you know, news cycles, yeah, you man. know, uh, the discover the innovations that uh you know are at everyone's feet you know and not only discover them but use them learn them and uh, and enjoy them i mean that's why they were created so yeah yeah well i think it's
0: funny that um that pe- the people that think that there's you know bad things like oh this platform is bad blah 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 it's like you know it's the end of times because you know Twitter or whatever is changing their name it's like everyone it's, they're not the only platform and, and not right. only that but you know people should really be taking initiative to create their own I think yeah. at, at this point in time Especially now that we have AI, and, and this is, and I'll tell you why I'm kind of even bringing it up, is that you know you can create basically anything, no matter what you know who you are, even if you're a non-programmer, you can you uh-huh. know open up Chat GPT and be like, hey, and I did this last night, just you know just for fun. I was bored, you know. Within an hour, I'm just like, hey, Chat GPT, um, show me some Python scripts or snippets or whatever that allows me to. Uh, create a game using a player, an enemy, an inventory, and yada yada yada, and it does it for you. It's like, okay, here you go. Here, here's the the classes, the functions, you know, the whole layout. And all I really did yeah. was edit a couple things here and there, you know, change some sque- you know, screen resolutions, and that was really about it. And I had a fully functioning game, albeit, you know, back in the Atari days where there's just pixels on the screen and you know you're moving a square around, but still, you know, I was I had a fully functioning game. I could move my player around, I could, you know, collect objects, you know, I'd run into an enemy and they would, you know, disappear from the screen and they add to my points, and I did this all just by telling ChatGPT what to do, you know? And yeah. So I think it's kind of amazing to think about that we have so much power in terms of creation, and that's really my main point is that we're at an age where everybody should be creating rather than consuming as much as everyone is. Because if you think about just the statistic of consumption versus creation, you know, there's so much more being consumed than being you know created. And I, I guess I'm just trying to relay that message out there that people can create now more, easier and, and better than ever because of things like AI and chat and all these, you know, other things. And so, um, yeah, yeah, you know, I really encourage people to start producing things, creating and collaborating and just, it's
1: what's it's there for, right? Yeah, it's, it's, exactly. it's not there to use. It's there to create, collaborate and innovate. Man. Exactly. And, and, and I believe in that philosophy. So if you, you know, it's, it's one thing to use a technology, you know, for, uh, a, as a utility, and that's you know that again is that's why that's provided to people. Yeah. However, I I also firmly believe that uh, as you use technology, to think of what make it you know think of what you can do to make it better. How can you improve it? And if you yeah. find significant um, if you find significant advances in your thoughts for improving a specific technology, you know like other companies like Apple does. You know, then then follow that then follow that uh, inquisitiveness and um, and start to create something based off of your imagination and passions. And so, I, I wholeheartedly um, you know agree with you know embracing new technology, whether it's you know expensive or cheap, or because you know it'll, it allows us, you, and anyone to you know to innovate from the technology that stands point in front of them at present. So right uh, yeah <laughs>
0: and you know what's cool um, about like this AI stuff is I was watching a video last night and <clears throat> and it's really cool basically it's about that all of the AI that we're used to right now and that we're seeing right now it's all uh-huh. logical it's all you know large language models data parsing you know tokenization all logical right. shit and I thought this is really a really good point, because this is a point that I've thought about for a, over a decade now, um, being into AI and everything, is that most, most of these AIs are logical, and right. they don't really focus in on emotion or abstract thought, you know, creation, and, um, you know, that kind of thing. Like, there there are, don't get me wrong... There are AIs, there's platforms and so on and so forth, you know, that, that do actually focus on it. But the majority um, don't and so like the, the right. big players is really who I'm hinting at that really don't focus on that. And and the reason I'm even bringing it up is because I, I kind of agree with some of the physicists and scientists out there and just, you know, enthusiasts even. Who believe, and again, I I share this belief, that the emotional side of AI is where we're going to actually get something like an AGI or an artificial general intelligence. Because you can parse data all day long, you know what I mean? But until you have some sort of emotional state where it's reverberated back into that being, whatever entity it is that holds that state, then I don't... That that entity isn't necessarily going to be able to do much other than spit out facts and to parse input, right? It's not going to really, it's not going to hold any meaning to itself, if that makes any sense. And hopefully, it does make sense. But again, I really think that having a, a quote AI. That has support for emotional state monitoring and generation, and all this other fun, sh- you know, stuff that humans already do. You know, like, again, we'll we'll go make music or, or paintings based off of a specific feeling, right, or write right. literature or whatever. And AI is not doing that right now. They're just re- regurgitating tokens that have already been fed into it through a neural processing algorithm, and you know, that's some really cold shit. And I. I Again, I I think that a lot of the top people um, are kind of right that there's not really going to be any um, AGI present out of that. Like, again, these things, in my opinion, you know, it's an opinion. It's not like I I can see the future or anything like that. But I don't really think that having a really, really good text parser, which is really what it is at this point. I mean, AI is really just a tokenization system that allows you to re. Gurgitate other tokens. Um, yeah, it, it's you know, yeah. it's it's cool. It's efficient at points. You know, you can get some code. And, it helps. You know, it helps. Tool, right? Right. Yeah, it's a learning tool. But I think it's not necessarily the right direction for what people are expecting. You know, like people are expecting uh, um, this entity to appear all of a sudden after you you know, give it enough information to parse in its neural net and. And without any like feelings or, you know, just regard for the human side of intelligence, which is really yeah. how and why we're replicating these things or making these things, then I don't think that we're going to ever really achieve what we're dreaming of. You know, we're dreaming about making these things that are essentially our descendants, you know, our babies, right? And we're not giving them the full... Thing. we're not giving them full power if you if you will right yeah. we're, we're kind of like half-assing it's like taking one side of the brain and putting it in another body mostly uh, i think it's the right side that does all the logical thinking don't quote me on it but it's like putting you know that one logical side of the brain in another body and being like hey that's that's a that's a whole person right there even though they're missing a half a brain you know? yeah and then yeah. all they're doing at that point with that just that specific half of the brain is analyzing and deducing and calculating and you know basically everything a computer would um, but in a, a wetware format. So I think that we need to expand and, and to look at emotions and and that kind of abstract creative side in order to really fully um, have a like an AGI if you will. So. Yeah. Anyway, rant
1: over. Anyway, hey, well guess what? <laughs> What's up? Defcon is about to drop in a few days. Oh, uh boy. August 10th through the ter- <laughs> to the 13th. <laughs> August 10th through the 13th. To The 13th, at 13th. forum, Flamingo Harris and the link in Las Vegas. Okay. And yo, how much did do you remember how much we paid for tickets last year? Um it was fairly expensive,
0: wasn't it? a couple hundred bucks per person?
1: Wasn't
0: well, it like $350? Yeah, it's, it's kind of the it's same. Something like that? Yeah, like, well, I, I, I was actually a little upset because I had a budget and I was almost going over my budget because of that shit.
1: Well, you'd be really pissed off this year because this year it's $440 cash at the door. You
0: gotta be fucking kidding me. Really? I
1: shit you not, my friend, and I wipe not that much on that kind of shit. Wow! But you know, it's that's it's four hundred and forty dollars to attend DefCon thirty-one. What? What? For three th- days. Okay, hang on. I
0: got a question. So, what is the difference? And this is gonna be a big one. What is the <laughs> what is the difference between the last DefCon, which was last year, yeah. and this DefCon?
1: None and you know wow. and then you know it's not like they don't make enough fucking money with black hat where they charge you thousands of dollars to attend one yeah, of those that,
0: that's why I never go okay. to black hat is because black it's such hat's, a scam black hat's it's a fucking scam. rip off every most of those events are fucking scams I swear yeah. to God I've, I mean I've yet to attend an event a hacker event that's like oh hey oh you're a hacker yeah hey you know all right you know yeah. 50 50 bucks man I'll give you a badge there you go you get full access no 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 it's it's layered, it's tiered. It's you gotta get the, the silver package or the, the
1: gold yeah, package. It should be free. Yeah, it should be free. Is it you know it should be free. And yeah, like yeah. like you and I discussed last year, you know, we're going to be creating our own conference uh, in due time. Yeah. Where it will be free. And not only will it be free, but there'll be free food and everything. Yeah. This is just ridiculous. And it's getting out of hand. Plus it's in fucking Las Vegas where it's ten thousand degrees plus four. Yeah. In Oh, like and I bet him. that pool party is no. gonna be
0: real fun this year. Considering last yeah. year was a real fucking fun one. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, Not have fun. Really. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I do want to address that real quick. That pool party was absolutely. Dog shit. I like. Yeah. I hate to say it because you know I I kind of liked you know hanging out, but it it was dog shit. I went up to go to the fucking pool. There's nothing but old hairy dudes there, and I'm just like, okay, I guess I'm not even gonna be able to wait in line because the fucking line. Not only not only was there you know people that I didn't really want to hang out and talk to. You know, there there was just fucking a line that wrapped around the entire fucking thing, even going downstairs remember. into the elevator. There was literally a, a cute little couple. They were they were terrified. They didn't know what the fuck was going on. They're like, we're just trying to get upstairs to our room, and and, yeah. and you got all these fucking assholes. Yeah, or not all of them were assholes, but a good portion of them. You know, so a lot of them were actually really nice people. But still, you had people fucking <laughs> cram- You had people cramming <laughs> yeah. in the fucking elevator. It was hot. You know, I'm I'm sweating. These motherfuckers are sweating. Yeah, we caught COVID because of it. It's like yep. what a what a great fucking time, right? Yeah, uh, it's, and then, uh,
1: it's like, uh, and then I think I slept for like i think i slept like four days afterwards yeah i had i I think that was the covid kicking in actually so yeah i
0: remember i had a stomach bug because of the covid and like i remember um well i was gonna say i threw up you know because of it but now that was just me (laughs) that was just me drinking and smoking a little too hard but i I did you know my stomach was fucked up like in you know like i i had you know they had the shits man like that ain't fun being you know being in a different area than where you're from and having the shits dude like i ain't afraid to admit that but it's shit this
1: shit sucked (laughs) yeah no pun intended yeah it's i i i I sincerely i sincerely uh disagree with charging people for access to these conferences i think if you're going to hold a, a hacking conference where other hackers and innovators and intellects and philosophers are able to speak to each other and to the world i believe it should follow the mantra of the hackers themselves where everything should be free and open source and so you know you you combine this this event with black hat which runs all across the world black hat japan and all this crap and it's and, and you start to wonder well damn who's getting who's getting paid off of this like Mm -hmm. who's at the top of this fucking pile who's taking your money and putting in there in their pocket going dumb ass lamers i mean and and that's how i feel maybe it's not true and hopefully it's not but that's, that's how I no, see I, it. And I feel the
0: same, actually. Yeah. I, and I was just going to add that not only do I agree with what you just said, but I, I feel that a good portion and reason behind it is just the... Um, the commercialization of, you know, hacking and being in tech in general. I mean, if you think about it, yeah. you know, how many people are trying to get into tech now all of a sudden because of, you know, what, regardless of what it is. But right. the amount of times that I've heard someone be like, oh, I'm going in. I want to get into cybersecurity now or, oh, I want to learn how to be a hacker or, or "Oh, this, that, and the other, compared to just 10 years ago, it's insane. I've, I've heard and seen more and been approached by so many people within the last two years actually <laughs> than, than I've ever been approached before. and it's you know yeah. it, mostly before is because people were actually scared. You know, the hackers still kind of have a stigma around them, but it's, yeah. it's, it's less so now because you have, you know, like white hats and, you know, certified yeah. ethical hacking and all this other Purple crazy, team and yeah, team yeah. And fucking gold team. team. Yeah. 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 Rain- <laughs> Rainbow fucking strike force Z team. And it's it's so like, silly. yeah, it's like, you know, all, all, all these ridiculous uh, phrases and, and code words and all this other yeah. structures and shit, you know? So I, I think that's a good portion of what it is. Because you know, when you have that influx of um, professional interest, let's say, uh, for lack uh-huh. of a better phrase, then you know the the field has to accommodate. So again, so you have like conferences who now have to accommodate for these newcomers and be like, okay, well, how do we? What do we do for these people? And and that's where I really think that that pr- those price points come into play and. You know, because at that point, and <clears throat> I don't mean that they're trying to rip people off, but I mean um, basically that maybe that actually, that, that, yeah. I think that's kind of my point. Not that I'm actually thinking about my point, but no, it's it's kind of that. But <laughs> it, the, the fact is that there's just an influx of yeah. people as well. So you yeah. know, not only are they saying "fuck it," we, you know, we can get more money because of all these new people, but it's just these new people don't really get it and and i guess that's also the other half of the point is you know it's easier to make money because of these people and they don't yeah. realize that they're getting scammed yeah. so
1: yeah and yeah and we're telling you we're yeah telling them and we're if saying they're it. listening yeah he's gonna to listen to who's gonna listen up huh? yeah Who's uh, gonna uh, listen it? to
0: a couple of hackers that have been in the game their their entire lives yeah no don't yeah. listen don't listen to them oh no, no
1: yeah who cares who yeah Hey, anyhow, getting away from that silly crap. Yeah, uh, yeah, you yeah. Know, I did... On. I took... So, I'm I'm here in Rangeley, Colorado. Uh, you know, everybody knows. I've been tweeting and everything. Is that and where the woolly mammoths
0: were found? No. <laughs> I'm just I fucking around.
1: Know. I'm just fucking There's around. a road called Brontosaurus Boulevard. If Dude! Thing. Brontosaurus
0: or Brontosauri, I
1: think, would be the proper yeah,
0: proper uh, plural. Anyway.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so here in Rangeley, I've been here two weeks and... Uh, it's it's um it's beautiful mountains everything i think we talked oh. about that last week yeah, yeah and uh love it love it i mean if you want it you know if you're li- if you're listening you know, google it look around it's it's a wonderful little place and i've, I've been able to there. reclaim my soul here oh yeah and it's really been amazing and uh, a wonderful wonderful experience and i'm i'm you know i, I don't know when i'll leave but I, the people here are I just can't describe it so uh, I'm gonna be here until I get decide to leave and I don't know when that will be but yeah but you don't need to I drove (laughs) (laughs) you know (laughs) know? yeah so uh, I drove this past week I drove to the uh, 40 mile desert uh, and if no one uh, really knows what the 40 mile desert is uh, it's it's uh, basically you know it's in it's in, you know, it's it's in Nevada and it's uh, it's it's just it's hard to explain. Um, it, but some of the facts about, you know, let me give you some facts about the four feet mile desert in California um, over the years. Uh, well, a, a survey made in the year 1850 illustrated some very shocking statistics over a thousand dead mules. Almost 5,000 dead horses, uh, th- almost 4,000 cattle, and almost 1,000 people perished while traversing the 40-mile desert. And um, th- without saying, you know, you can search that as well, but uh, when out there, uh, I was invited to co- attend a, a meeting of hackers out in the 40-mile desert this week, oh, uh, where there was a uh, I can't say any names or any specifics, but there was 20 of us and we discussed everything from what we just talked about with the silliness at DEF CON in Vegas to, you know, more important things like international security issues and uh, everything in between. And so I thought I was going to fucking die when I got out there. I had, I had a whole trunk full of Gatorade and smart water and I thought I came prepared with two coolers of ice. Dude, I opened up. Here's the thing I loaded up the car with ice in um, somewhere around Loveland, Texas, uh, Loveland, Nevada, Lovelock, Nevada. Mm -hmm. Loaded it up with ice and drinks. By the time I got to the 40 mile desert, I opened the trunk. And open it up and the whole damn the, the cooler was just water. Yeah, you didn't have and, one of those um what is it? And the drinks were just cool. They weren't even cold anymore. And I'm like, yeah. it was only a six hour drive and I'm sitting here going, Uh oh.
0: Yeah. The <laughs> cooler <don't laughs> still so, cut it, dude. You gotta have one of those those cooling bags that have like mylar on it and shit. Yeah, and, like,
1: and a motor and shit in yeah, it. Dude, it cold. Yeah, you gotta have all it sorts was, of shit. It was shocking, but the, the, um, and I just couldn't for the, it was just, you know, it's like every time I go to Vegas, right? It's just like, I cannot drink enough liquid, right? Like I'll see you, I'll sit there and drink a half a gallon of whatever in one go. And, and then after I, after you're done, you're like, you don't even feel it. You're like, shit, I want more. Yeah. And,
0: um, it's because of the low humidity, man. It just sucks out any kind of moisture in the skin. Um, as soon as you hydrate, you know, yeah. You know, it, so your body's, you know, moving that water and all that and then, yeah. and as soon as it moves that water through your body, boy, and that that Oh my god. It's yeah. like a wick. So- you know, it's just like <laughs> just just literally.
1: Yeah. And you know, I was out there, I went out there, what was it? Thursday. I, yeah, I was out there Thursday. And I left Wednesday. I left Rangeley and drove up there, went through Salt Lake City and all that shit. And yeah, p- took photos and videos along the way and mm-hmm. made it out there and got out there. And and we all were just like, you know, <laughs> we were all wondering whether it was a good idea. But I think <laughs> it was because we were, there's nothing out there. There was no service. There's no self service. There's nothing. So yeah. it was, to me, it was the perfect place for. You know, all you know, us to get together and have our own little hacker conference, and and really to really cover some ground rather than to walk from, from track to track or building to building and catch oh, a disease, right. you know, catch a catch a cold or COVID or any of that silliness and yeah. um, throw
0: with the shit, yeah, and all
1: that, like that. Oh. oh my god! And you know, and then I drove through the Bonneville Salt Flats. You know, so you took oh. I I took I eighty oh. west. Okay. And so I got to the Bonneville Salt Flats and there's big caution signs on the Bonneville, you know, on the inter- or they call it the freeway, on the freeway. And they're like, they're like, yeah, it's like, you know, flashing lights. Be careful. You will, you know, drowsy driving. Be careful. Be, you know, caution, danger and all of this. And I'm sitting here going, what the fuck? I, I just, you know, I'm not tired or anything. And by the time I got halfway through the Salt Flats, I st- I'm starting to yawn. Yeah. And I'm sitting here going, I'm going, uh, and I, di- I didn't understand. Yeah, you know, I don't understand the specific phenomenon on why. Can, can I tell you? you no, know? no, I didn't search it or no, anything. No, no, no. It's
0: it's like there's only one word that I'll say. It's, yeah, it's it's called repetition. Uh, yeah. So well, when you see the yeah. same thing over again, you know, your brain, your brain gets bored right? And so, and then I'm not going to keep going into it, but like, if you see the same shit over and over again, especially if you're driving, doing something active, you know, your brain's going to get tired because it's not seeing anything new. There's nothing challenging it. There's nothing stimulating it. And Uh, so it's like, oh, well, fuck it. This is just same thing, same (laughs) thing. You know what I mean? And then it gets tired. And so, and that's basically what it is. is It's like the biggest portion of it. I'm sure there's even more science to it or whatever, but I mean, yeah,
1: exactly. And, and you know I was, and you know it, I, it, it, and I can only imagine what you know. I could see that if you're going 55 miles an hour out you know, through that shit. Mm-hmm. But man, I had I had the black wings screaming. Man, I'm doing like 140, 150 all the way through the okay. Bonneville soft Flats. Okay. And yeah, so it took me. It took me like I think it take on the way out there I was doing the speed limit, but on the way back I'm like fuck this. But let me ask and, you this:
0: Were you doing any yeah. kind of curves, or were you just going straight?
1: It's straight, man. man that's the, why. The, that would be why. Yeah, the Bonneville. There's like two mountain ranges, and then you had the Salt Flats in, in between. And on the way to the conference, it was like yeah, I was like you know, fuck yeah. This I can't even imagine. Yeah, I'm doing like 85 miles an hour, which. Yeah. Which is the speed limit, and I'm sitting here going, God damn, this would take forever doing 55 miles an oh, hour. Yeah. So when I got back to the entrance of that shit, I man, I dropped the hammer on, on my car, man, and I would I screamed through that shit. It only took me, and I'm not kidding, about 20 minutes to make it between the mountain range. <laughs> yeah. And oh, yeah, I didn't well. care, man. You know, if, if I get if I get you know caught then yeah, I know I'm going to jail, but yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't trying Maybe. to have
0: that whole I three having, hour yeah. long drive through the sleepy desert kind of shit. I wasn't yeah. doing it. No, no
1: yeah, I, I made it through. I, I made it through the Bonneville that. Salt Flats in twenty fucking minutes hey, in, man. in a Cadillac Blackwing. If
0: there ain't nothing <laughs> on the
1: road, there ain't
0: no problems.
1: Yeah. Hey speaking of which I don't want to say a little more about cuz everybody knows I love Cadillacs and shit but yeah. Cadillac is about to release an all electric Escalade dude oh. and I think I've you know it. I, dude it drops on the 9th so I definitely want to see you know, what it's all about yeah, yeah it's going to we'll
0: be a little uh, review or some shit you know
1: yeah man you know so if anybody's going to catch up to tesla it's going to be cadillac yeah Nobody i agree else.
0: with that i mean considering that cadillac really just put everything in motion after ford like ford like let's say this ford developed the, the assembly line all that shit you know great right. cadillac though they really got this shit going man they got rid of the hand crank bullshit that ford had and all the other cars had they you know yep. they they uh did like beautiful designs and they invented all.
1: the game
0: they yeah, yeah let's just say that they basically invented the game as we know yeah it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: that's why i like the brand man and you know it's just like and you know you know damn good well you can get in your shit and take a drive like that and not have to worry about breaking down because literally as i'm passing people doing a zillion miles an hour there's breakdowns all over the place oh, and yeah and that's why I like the brand. It's, yeah, the it's, little Hondas
0: or Toyotas or whatever, you know. Yeah, you can't be driving yeah. that shit out in the fucking desert, man. Not like that. Nah. you know.
1: There's so many casualties of brands along the side of I-80 on the way through the desert. It wasn't even, it wasn't even a thing. And then even you know, so after I got through the Salt Flats, even my car, you know, the, like warning lights started you know blowing up on the cars, like oh. this service is unavailable and this. And I and then finally I, I pulled over at a rest area and took the water out of the cooler and dumped it on the car. Oh wow. Clean all the sensors off of it and then yeah. the car started to you function like it was intended, but yeah. My my car was covered in fucking salt on the way there and back. And you know what trips me What out? an interesting trip. Yeah, what? Is,
0: the, you know, we have these things now. We have cars and shit, right? You know, you're talking about how your car was fucking, like, overheating and all this that yeah Can you yeah. imagine what it would have been like to cross these planes with just, like, you know, a, mule, a horse and buggy, a horse and buggy. You know, yeah. on foot, whatever. But back in, you know, the fucking olden days before cars even existed, just like fuck it. Hey, you know, we're going across the great, you know, the fucking Death Valley. We're going. We're we're just, we're just fucking going. Then Literally. My- People fucking did this shit, man. Like, you had the, um... Yeah, oh, I don't like bringing it up, but, um... Yeah, go ahead. Like, the Trail of Tears and all that shit, the mass migrations of Native Americans when everybody was basically going out west. Like, just just to think about that grueling adventure. And I I say adventure because, you know, it may not have been, you know, fun or anything, but that shit was quite the trek, you know?
1: Yeah, and... Like I'm the early pioneers. That's why I wanted to take the, the California Trail. I wanted to literally see and feel what you know our ancestors in the 18th, 1800s had to endure. I and, can't even imagine. Jesus, Christ, man! I'm in a Cadillac with air conditioning, and I was having a hard time. Yeah, I couldn't even imagine going a half a mile an hour We're in slower. a horse and buggy. Yeah couldn't even imagine it i yeah dude uh, d-
0: and that's really what trips me up the most is to think about how strong uh you know our predecessors were and yeah you know kind had of it had to be yeah like, like be. they they literally endured so much suffering yeah. really i i'd call it yeah. suffering and and yet and it and not to go into like modern age but then it makes me think about like today like all of the the things that people complain about, dude. I was listening to a, an <laughs> yeah. old man, you know, and, you know, bless everybody and all that that shit. But I'm listening to the uh, some guy complain about how pickleball is is. is Really loud and it's disturbing and this that and, you know basically just bitching and complaining like everyone's bitching and complaining about the you know yeah. the, the loudness of fucking pickleball and I'm sitting here <laughs> and I'm thinking about you know You're like lying. yeah like I'm thinking about the crusades and all the fucked up you know bloodshed that's happened and, and, and I'm yeah. here sitting you know and I'm working my ass off too like I'm not just sitting there watching these things happen like I'm you know, I'm doing mathematical calculations writing code and shit and I'm I'm <laughs> thinking about all this and I'm listening to some to talk about how you know how pickleball is disturbing to the piece.
1: and I'm Even like, the name what? sounds stupid. Oh, no, yeah, I, I kind of agree. I'm not, it's this is just what weird. is pickleball? Basically, is pickleball? it's
0: old people tennis. It's old people tennis. It's like, it's think about tennis. Old people
1: shouldn't play tennis.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I yeah. mean. All right. I'm just, well, I'm old. <laughs> well, maybe not. I, I mean, mean, I don't I mean, give that a... F- can like affect your
1: health care plan. I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, old old That's motherfucker might pop a joint or something. I don't know, man. Yeah, Be, man. G- be careful, you know. If you are out there playing pickleball, you know, you know, be careful on that backstroke. You know, I don't want to don't want to break nothing. But anyway, no, dude,
1: I'm, when I'm be- when I'm an elderly person, I'm not gonna be fucking playing pickleball and risking. You know, throwing some well, here's shit the thing. out of whack. Here's the thing
0: of- that when you're an old person, I would expect you to, you know, be eating right, to be exercising, yeah. and, you know, maybe fucking like dribble a basketball once in a while, you know, take a shot once in a while, you know? You yeah. don't, you don't yeah. have to fucking something play like, yeah, something easy, you know, something that's a little bit exertive, but not too over Yeah, shuffle. There you go. Hold motherfucking play shuffleboard and shit. <laughs> yeah, fucking, fucking Yo, alright, hang man. on I gotta say this, because yep. I think this is the perfect sport for any class of player, age yes. whatever, okay, maybe not for little children, but like, it basically 12 on up, pool I think pool, pool. yeah, pool or um, what is it called it's it's a different word in uh, Europe um, isn't it fucking, it's billiards, Billard. 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 yeah Pool yeah. or billiards. The pool yeah. and
1: billiards.
0: Yeah, thank you, yeah. thank you. Because you, you have like eight ball game, nine ball game. I think there's like a seven then ball. You
1: game. you got billiards. And then you got yeah. billiards.
0: Yeah, so it's yeah. Pool and billiards, I think, are two of the best games, and basically the same. You know, different rules, I guess, depending. But anyway, but the two, the best form. Of like gameplay as an older person in terms of the physical and the analog, because you got to think. You, you know, you're still physical. I mean, you know, you got to hit yeah. the balls and shit, and sometimes you got to yeah. lean, leaning leaning over still the table. It's a game of skill. It's literally a game of skill. I've,
1: you know, <laughs> so we encourage our elderly listeners to play billiards pool without pickleball
0: yeah no pickleball don't fuck with pickleball (laughs) (laughs) i mean if you want to play pickleball go for it but i honestly i would rather play badminton than pickleball because badminton in my opinion takes more skill because badminton i don't know if you know what badminton is do you know what badminton is okay not everyone knows what badminton is if you don't know what badminton is it's basically like a little uh it's like Tennis, except instead of using a tennis ball, you're using a um, it's a different kind of netting too. It's a higher netting. And also the ball isn't a ball. It's like um like a little lightweight it's called a birdie. And basically it kinda when you hit it in the air it kinda looks like a bird when it's really when it's going really fast. But right. it's it's lightweight. Compared to a tennis ball or a pickleball, and in my opinion, playing that game, it's a little bit more challenging because of the lightweight aspect of the birdie, or you know, the target you're trying to hit, right? And right. and because, and not only that, but because sometimes you know the the birdie or the target. It's it's not a solid opaque color constantly. You can play with different versions that have like a translucent color so it's a little bit more difficult to see and so on and so forth compared to tennis or pickleball, which are bright green balls which you could fucking track with relative ease. And right. you know, that's that's my thing. So like pool billiards badminton you know if you're an older you know person i i really recommend those you know swimming you can on say a old
1: fart yeah not, well you know I, uh,
0: yeah i mean i'm gonna be an old fart one day too so i mean yeah shit. i'm an old fart so hey. yeah that's not good you're not old. Sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hey. yeah hey you know what it, whatever happens in my future is not going to be part of
0: it well yeah i'd hope not I, i'd rather go oh. like <laughs> competitive fucking like skiing or some crazy yeah. shit at 80 years old before I'd play pickleball like fuck it I'm going skiing
1: Timmy let's go I don't know
0: it's Some fucking it like shit. Sex, it,
1: to me it sounds like some sort of sex position you know hey baby let's go do some pickleball <laughs>
0: oh no I get that I get that <laughs> right. like that makes sense no no I'm not yeah, I, I'm right? serious That's like I'm not gonna go I'm further into it, it but that shit I I get that like that that makes so much <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: hey listen oh, um, hey listen uh, there was some on a serious note uh this past week the largest cyber attack on a u.s hospital I saw. Uh, system since last year has affected 16 hospitals and over a hundred other medical facilities in the united states
0: i saw uh, that. Pro-
1: yeah the prospect medical holdings a hospital chain with locations in california connecticut pennsylvania and rhode island had to take its main computer network offline after discovering a ransomware attack. Uh, You know, the attack has actually forced doctors and nurses to resort to pen and paper uh, to treat patients and some outpatient facilities, including radiology, diagnostic and heart health facilities in in the United States, have been closed. Uh, You know, this incident uh, is actually the 157th cyber attack on a U.S. healthcare organization this year making it the largest since October of 2021 when Common Spirit Health had to temporarily halt uh, uh, operations across the country due to a ransomware attack. It's getting worse and it's getting more deadlier for health uh, healthcare providers to maintain a secure mm, facility for their patients and for the general public. And this goes back, this, this harkens back to what we were talking about earlier with information being freely available for those in positions of power within these organizations to identify understand and execute proper methodologies to prevent such attacks from occurring within their organizations and so it's um it's not going to end with this and it and it unfortunately these attacks are going to grow in scope and sophistication as uh time passes on and that, uh that is a uh, that is a serious concern for anyone because if you it, imagine you're in the middle of an operation and you' you know you're you're using your your own line with another you know a lot of just if you're using a system equipment and you're that's in the middle of an operation and or it, and it
0: something could, and it just goes down during the yeah. middle of the operation yeah that's that's pretty shitty and that
1: could literally cost you a, a, your life and so right you know it's while i y- y- while i normally you know don't point the you know specific cyber attacks out i do when it comes to healthcare care because it's you know it, you could literally kill somebody and so if you're a hacker wanting to make some money or trying to prove your point lay off the hospitals but because it could be your mom or your dad or someone you love that you inadvertently uh, attack and they could yeah. suffer the greatest consequence, which could be loss of life. And so, yeah, it, it, I'm making a plea to those who do these types of attacks to cut it out with the hospitals.
0: Yeah, uh, because and it's education, not cool. too. I think that and education, yeah, because I think that if you're a hacker, regardless of what kind of hacker you are, even you know, good, bad, this, that, and the other, if you're aiming or even looking or even thinking about attacking a hospital or, or some sort of medical center or an, a, uh-huh. a place of education, I think that's the greatest sign of cowardice that I, I could ever actually see or, yeah. or that could be revealed. And, and really shame on anyone that even thinks about it because, again, that's, that's unbelievably
1: despicable. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're literally a turd ball yeah if, if you're attacking a healthcare organization yeah,
0: if so. you're if you're attacking education if you're attacking healthcare at all then you're just a yeah. piece of shit and i'll, I'll yeah. go on record and, and say that like anyone hear, that hear. targets that shit fuck you yep. all right Yep. same
1: hey well uh speaking of uh while we're on the topic and i'll only have one more thing to talk about um what's up as far as hacking is concerned is uh a group of hackers recently have uh released an exploit that can unlock all of Tesla's software locked features. Ah. you know, um.
0: <laughs> I mean, it was only yes. a matter of time. I mean, let's—I mean, for real, the OS is installed on the machine. You give someone a machine, and you know, the physical realm—it's only going to be a matter of time. You
1: know what I mean? Yeah. And so, so a group. Yeah. So a group of. Uh, security researchers at uh, TU Berlin announced that they managed to exploit a weakness in the onboard computer mm. to unlock all the features Ooh, that nice. uh, you know your little Tesla battery uh, go kart can muster. Go-kart. And uh, yeah, and I think it's I, I think it's uh, quite interesting. And like you said, it was a matter of time yeah. before you know there there would be fault injection attacks against these types of systems. And so yeah, it's. It, um, If you're curious uh, about unlocking your Tesla and, you know, if you if you want your if you want the heated seat package um, that you can you can look into a a voltage fault injection attack against uh, many automobiles. And uh, one one and I'm not sure the manufacturer specifically, but I believe you can pull out their headlight and actually connect your connect a computer to the headlight system and then uh get in that way but um, why aren't this, I,
0: why aren't these manufacturers putting in fault tolerant systems in order to prevent these kinds of attacks like that doesn't make any sense you you think especially considering they're electric right you know yeah you'd, you'd think that there would be fault tolerant systems and you know with, with little to no perturbance possible but it seems to be the complete opposite
1: yeah, and you know you have, and and that's interesting that you say that. But uh, now you do. You have the oh. uh, automobile automobile manufacturers such as uh, GM, Ford, um, Stellantis, who owns um, Dodge and all of that. Okay. they're all they're all now seeking cybersecurity uh, professionals to literally lock down their uh their systems and so it's uh it's you know it's going to be a you know the 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 game continues as cars become more computerized and more uh more similar to a desktop uh or mobile computer and so uh, i thought that was interesting to bring up as well and um and you know when when you are looking and um when you're looking at these types of devices you need a tool right Mm -hmm. you need a tool to investigate these types of systems, you just can't hook up a computer with two wires and twist them together. You need software and hardware. Yeah. And so one of the pieces of software I wanted to share with our listeners uh, t- tonight is uh, a specific suite of software that I've used for, Jesus, about for, for, for over 10 years. It's called Oxygen Forensic Detective. Oh, and I think it's I've made, heard of that. I think you may have yeah. showed it
0: to me. Isn't it um, that suite of tools for actual, like, just any kind of car diagnostic?
1: Not only car diagnostics, but inter- IoT devices, right. and um, and specifically mobile devices like Androids and iPhones, oh. where, you know, it's an all-in-one digital forensic software suite specifically designed to extract, decode, and analyze data Uh, from specific artifacts uh, of devices. So, you know, like if you have a locked Android device, you can (laughs) perform both a logical and physical extraction to uncover all types of, you know, evidence from the device. You know, whether or not someone deleted something or whatever. And
0: I guess we uh, know how the FBI got into those iPhones back in the day, huh?
1: (laughs) (laughs) If anyone remembers that fucked up scene. Uh, But, uh, uh, you know, just you know and you know uh you can get a free trial if you go to oxygenforensics.com. you can download and install it and then you can you know uh, extract uh, accounts and passwords um you can extract call data cdr analysis um you can you can uh undelete uh deleted files from a mobile device or iot device as well and so if if you're curious about hacking cars or iot devices or if you suspect that your unfaithful spouse is being well unfaithful grab a copy of oxygen forensics slam it on your pc and then go and find your target device and begin to extract the information from it Uh, and um, use you and with that said I, i want to caution you caution the listeners to uh, make sure that you're on the right side of the law, because it is against the law to extract data from someone's phone without them knowing. Uh, and yep. so, very powerful software, uh, very intuitive, um, it, had, it, you know, it, it literally will extract data in a live data, data uh, sequencing. Uh, and um, it's just amazing. And so I think if, if you want to be you know the man or the, the, the woman or the person, in your neighborhood, who's okay. able to, you know, really you know, get down with that type of thing? Uh, try try oxygen forensics. It's it's kind of uh, it's kind of the tool to use in those specific uh, situations. So
0: this statement was for educational purposes only. Yeah,
1: yeah Of course. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, hey man, um, uh,
1: I think our hour is almost up. But, yeah, I'm uh, getting
0: a little uh, hungry actually, so I think
1: I might boogie out of here and get me something to eat must be nice you know i've been eating shit out of a fucking can oh
0: please i saw that beautiful view that you have at your damn office this shit's looking amazing you got the blue skies you got the birds chirping and shit i literally could hear the birds chirping like hey man what's up i'm literally it's like uh, all i hear is tweet 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 i'm like shit i wish i could hear that myself Like man, it's fucking today? like raining, there's fucking blowers and grinders and all sorts of <laughs> bullshit from my neighbors, you know? So it's like Sorry. The the one day that I actually stay home and hang out at my house to do this fucking show and 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 I get to be jealous of
1: you. yeah, no, Thousands of miles of away. Please don't be. But listen, uh I want I want to <laughs> say All right. I wanted to say thank you to everybody uh, who tunes into the show, and uh, yeah, and, and you sure. as well, man. Um, Everyone's you, awesome. Any, any, yeah. Any final thoughts before we get out
0: of here? Uh, just everyone be kind. You know, remember that uh, people have feelings, and just fucking create things. You know, that's the biggest thing that I actually want to get across. Is you know, I, w- I wish that people, I wish for people to create more to stop consuming and to just make things you know right. if you're into video games instead of playing video games all the time learn how to make one as well you know or if you're into art you know learn how to paint or, or whatever it may be you know, writing music well, there's so many ways to learn how to do these things now especially with the modern age You're in, you know just everything online you can watch a youtube video you can look at a book you could read some guy's blog post that you know is unbelievably amazing but you know underrated you know who does whatever you know there's so many avenues and i again i just really encourage people to create and
1: and to to bring joy to other people's lives Absolutely, and do it in a legal, uh, a fashionably legal manner, yeah. without getting in trouble with the uh, law. Because you, yeah. you know, th- being a hacker, it's damn easy to fall off either side of that fence. And so, use use your best ethics and um, you know, be be kind while you're learning. Um, yeah, yeah. Cool. Hey, uh, I'm going. I'm going to uh, get out of here. And, uh, and again, I wanted to say thank you, uh, Crash, for holding down the fort. Uh, and again, thank you to my wonderful team who keeps uh, Hackers and Never Rain running 24 hours, seven days a week, 365. I love you guys very much, and thank you for that. And um, and I want to encourage you, the listener, to not only uh, use your skills for something good, but uh, also. Um use them in a positive, enlightening fashion. And Light like Crash says, use your skills to create rather to than to destroy, because you'll feel much better in the end when that occurs. And so uh thank you everybody. And so this week coming to you again from Colorado, colorful, wonderful Colorado, I want to say thank you. And I love you all. And you want to come back next week? Are you going to be around next week? You want to do, uh, show?
0: yeah, I'm going to probably have Maybe. To move around a barbecue or two, but I think I can make okay. it. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, then, then I'll ping you next, uh, Friday and we'll, we'll see uh, where we're at and do another, uh, do another podcast. But cool. uh, until then folks, thank you very much for all of your support, your love and your words of encouragement, uh, here and on, uh, on, on Twitter, which is now rebranded as X Uh, And you can find me on uh, Twitter, formerly known at, or X, formerly known as Twitter. Yeah, get it right. um, (laughs) Yeah. At X. Hey, check it out. And you can find me at X.com forward slash G-U-M-M-O, X-X-X. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Or if you're old school, you can go to Twitter.com forward slash G-U-M-M-O, X-X-X. And you can engage with me there and you can see exactly what uh, I'm up to from day to day where I'm posting photos of wherever the hell I'm at and videos and just random thoughts and even a threat or two if it uh, you know, calls for that. So, um, all righty. Let's get out of yeah. here. Let's go get yeah. something to eat. It- I'm
0: going to get something to eat. I'll see you next week or whenever the hell you feel like
1: talking to me. All right, and go uh, for sure. But. Right. Bo- I'll see you guys later. Potage. Goodbye, and have a good day, everybody. See you guys next week. Peace.